Oh, yes, guy. Gameplay grinds on on a Monday, a game day Monday, because the Leafs are at home to the Buffalo Sabres tonight to help us understand what the heck had happened there. Kevin McGrath is here from the Toronto Star. Kev, how are you today, sir? I'm excellent, Mr. Caddy. What's going on with you? I haven't figured that out yet, and nobody's told me, which is strange, because usually in the first two hours of my existence on a daily basis, somebody somewhere tells me what I'm all about, and then I have to disagree with them. So <laughs> we'll just motor on. This has been a great day so far. Um, the Buffalo Sabres tonight, uh, first of all, before we get there, uh, let's go back to the Marner goal. I mean, I just felt that that was like a a, a crowning moment, uh, not only for him but for the franchise. I, I don't know why. I guess because it comes after Connor McDavid had scored. It looked like the Oilers were going to have fun with the Leafs again. But that goal was inspirational, wasn't it? I agree with you there. I don't know what, I mean, it was sort of spectacular. Uh, I mean, it was a terrible pass by uh, Ryan McLeod, but but yeah. the way Marner did it, sort of like he knew he had time, he goes to his left, he goes to his right, he taps it in. Uh, and that night felt different. Like, yeah. I know it was Connor McDavid the first time that he played in Toronto on a Saturday night in front of fans. Um, so there was maybe some electricity there. And I know the Leafs had just been sort of schooled by them. And, and you know, we'd been on them. Everybody's been on them. Like, are you going to be able to raise your game in the playoffs? And that felt like a moment where they just all decided they're raising their games. They're not losing to Edmonton. Marner kind of led the way in the player of the week, one of the three stars uh, this week. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it felt like a big moment. I don't know when, if we get to April, May, and, and maybe June, and you look back and you go, that was the moment the, the team came together. I mean, there's probably been a few of those at this point, um, but that did feel like a big moment. I agree with you. Well, and, and what he did seemed to inspire everybody else. And, you know, you talked about um, they, they played through some situations. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that could have been called and wasn't, and a lot of it was <laughs> was uh, coincidental, uh, which was ridiculous. But but nonetheless, I thought, you know, there's another thing that the Leafs really had trouble with in the past, but they seemed to play through everything. The Marner goal is fantastic on its own, but it rippled right through the roster, didn't it? It did, and and let's not let's not underplay William Nylander. He's been doing that all year. There was a game about a week ago at home where he just robbed a player of of puck in overtime and then went right in. I think it was against the Rangers and and scored. Um, the Leafs are very good at that. They they've surrounded themselves like one thing about the Maple Leafs roster and the way they draft and acquire players. You've got to have good hockey sense to play on this team. It's almost trait number one. After that. The team can work on any other skill. You work on your skating. You can work on your checking. You work on your gap control. But you got to be a smart hockey player to play for the Maple Leafs. And that sort of is what happens in those moments. Uh, Marner himself probably is one of the elite thinkers of the game. But but uh, don't underestimate the, the rest of them. Willie's just as smart. Austin is just as smart. Tavares knows what he's doing. And, and that's why those guys... It's not just that they score, it's sometimes just how they get the puck back. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I was going to say, it's like Marner got the jumper cables out and did his job, and then everybody else jumped in. And, and it's important that we talk about the Fab Four the way you just did and the way I'm going to, because we've spent a lot of time, and so has the team, talking about support players. They've done a really great job bringing in people to, to support them. But in the end, it's the Fab Four that has to get it done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we'll we'll probably make a big deal of it in the playoffs if Achari has a two-goal game or, or Lafferty uh, has a big penalty kill and all these new guys and depth guys that are better than what they've had before. But honestly, if if uh, if they're eliminated and you look down the line and 
Marner is like one goal, three assists, and Matthews two goals, two assists. That that won't be enough. You could have you could have all the support guys scoring, you know, on a you know the third, fourth, maybe fifth goal of the game. But your your first guys have to your top guys have to be your best players. They have to produce. That is exactly what they're paid for. That's why guys that can score get paid more than just about anybody else. Um, uh, they got to have that come April or there won't be a May. It, you know, you watch Marner and you go, well, he's got to have a good playoff just because of the way he's playing now. And you look at Nylander and you go, okay, so a couple of years ago he would have been on the outside as, as Marner would have been. But you, I think we're all confident that that's not going to be the description for how they're playing this year. They won't be on the outside. They won't be? Okay. <laughs> I, I that's sold your yet. optimism it's, for me it's like show me i'm at show me time like i, okay. I it's going to be coin flip I, they're they're doing good habits we're seeing good things um but you know austin matthews had 60 goals uh in last year in the regular season he's down this year so what that what does that mean for his playoff production so i'm still at the show me point there tats Okay, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I just think I'm trying to find something that's different from any any conversation we've had over the last four years. That one of them is when you go, you know, if you throw out the Marner goal, and and I'm doing this for a reason because that was a bad pass from a cloud. But but you know what happened after is is uh, you know picturesque. Uh, but the other goals are the result of you know good forechecking, uh, the turnovers created by the good forechecking, and then the star players took over. So that's that's something to note, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, Tavares with a couple of goals and Matthews chimes in at the end there at a power play. Always good. When, when those four guys score, I, I can't imagine they've even lost a game when, when all, all four of them are contributing in that, on, the, on that front. Okay, so let's go to the goaltending because when it was 3-1, uh, Matt, Matt Murray was, uh, well, he looked like a guy who hadn't played for a while. And as the game wore on, you didn't think that. But still, I mean, what, what's your level of concern about Matt Murray? Um, level of concern. We're going to the hazy B game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm at high alert on goaltending. I always am. It doesn't matter. Uh, nothing that anybody does matters if the goaltending is leaky. And my level of concern on Matt Murray is fairly high. Uh, my level of concern in Ilya Samsonov is not quite as high, but my level of concern with the guy that Tampa puts in is zero. So if you have the second-best goalie in every playoff series, as the Leafs have pretty much faced, uh, I don't like your chances. Um, so a great goalie can steal you a game. And really, in a coin flip series, you know, how many chances can you create for yourself? How many times will, the, will it come up heads for you? And the team with the best goalie, in my mind, is always uh, the team to be favored. And uh, Vasilevsky is, is that guy for me. So level of concern on on like one or two leaky goals a game, you know, if you're not making the other team uh, create really high scoring chances, then if they don't need to, if they can just score from the boards or score on a two-on-one with a shot that fools a guy, um, then your job's a lot harder going the other way against a guy like Vasilevsky. Yeah, and, you know, that's been a problem. That's a historic problem with the Leafs, always facing the better goalie at the other end. And, you know, with slim margins at a playoff series, that that's more than enough to do it. Um, let's talk about the home debuts for Jake McCabe, Sam Lafferty, and Eric Gustafson. Uh, for me, obviously, I mean, Lafferty's really good. I like him. Uh, Gustafson, I'm trying to figure out how that works. And, and Jake McCabe is just, uh, I think this is a real find. I can't believe, um, I'm not really a fan of, of 
of trading first round picks. I mean, I get the argument for doing it. Um, but I can't believe that it was basically just a first round pick for McCabe. I think there's a couple of like Joey Anderson and Pavel Golov. Yeah. But Chicago gave up a, a really good player and are retaining half of his salary for three years. Uh, this guy is, this guy is going to be, you know, he's Jake Muzzin-S. Now he hasn't played in the playoffs, so there is that. You know, the teams that he's been on have just not made it. But this yeah. guy is going to be, I think, a stalwart, very popular defenseman. I wish he wore number 24 instead of 22, because that's what McCabe's doing with the Leafs. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, I really like this acquisition. Uh, I, you know, he's going to slot in so well at that salary. Uh, I think Kyle Dubas did a terrific job paying the price he did um, for two players, Lafferty as well. Who are who are assigned beyond this season? Um, yeah, I, I, I like Lafferty too. Gustafson again. I I kind of think like you. What exactly is he? Um, I believe he's probably going to be the seventh defenseman, maybe eighth defenseman on the depth chart by the time the playoffs come around. So I'm intrigued at this seven uh, eleven format that the Leafs are going with. Um, yeah. uh, Sheldon Keith started off when he went down this road. He he said he didn't really like it. And now he seems to really love it because they're playing well when they're in that formation. And he can sort of make some surprise moves. But, yeah, Eric Gustafson, for me, I think, you know, he's ideally an offensive de- uh, defenseman. He's basically an older version of Rasmus Sandin. You know, I'm not sure that the, 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 the defensive work is there. But, um, uh, you know, second power play and, and uh, maybe create some chances five on five. So that seventh guy, I mean, what is Luke Shen for you? Is, is he the 5'6 guy or is he the seventh guy? Well, by reputation of not really uh, having, you know, watched him closely the last couple of years, I would have slotted him in fairly easily as seven. But after talking to a few people and sort of re- examining his game a little bit, uh, he might be number two. He might fit really well. I know they didn't play well together the one time they played, but he, him and Morgan Riley together is probably where I see that going. And that's why you want seven because sometimes you want Timothy Lilligren there. Um, so I, you know, I think, I, or if 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 Lafferty and and, and Brody are one too, that I, I just think Shen with Riley sort of makes a lot of sense from a uh, a competitive standpoint. Plus, you want Giordano and Hall together. So uh, I, I guess that's kind of where it falls. As Sheldon Keith is, is sort of fond of saying, Kevin, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you again. Okay, yes, we will. Kevin McGrand from the Toronto Star. He meant actually McCabe and, and Brody. He said uh, Lafferty and Brody, but I'm just uh, I'm making the correction for him. That's what he meant. And so far, that's two corrections today, which means I'm going to make one. So somebody now has to figure out a way how to correct mine. And, and I know it's going to happen because that's what happens when you correct other people.